Hey everyone, this is Vince Oldry with Mastermind Advisor Podcast, and I'm here with Josh Woodward, and we're laughing because Josh had some funny face when I was looking at him before we started here. So, Josh, I know you're, I don't know, is, it, is this vacation technically, or what is this for you? Not not vacation. Nope. We just rented a cottage that was close to by the house, so, or cabin, as some would call it, so... Yeah, it's cabin, cabin, cabin for sure. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. cabin. It's a, a house by the water, so that's where I'm at right now. Different backgrounds, but that's where I'm sitting. We call them cabins here in Minnesota. There's no such thing as a cottage, but I know when you go like probably across the Mississippi River. No, because Wisconsin still calls them cabins. So when you go over to Michigan, I guess keep going east. You know, I think that's more cab, more cottage, but. Anyway, today we're it's exciting because we're going to talk about return on investment, which I think a lot of advisors struggle with understanding how to calculate their return on investment, how much to spend, how much they think they should get. I think it's really important to understand the numbers. That way you know how to spend in marketing and know how to grow your practice. So we're going to go through our numbers as far as uh, what our expectations are and how much we're growing and what we're trying to bring on as far as assets and what that means to the, the to the company as far as a financial advisor. So we'll dive in here. I don't think today's will be as long as, as usual. <laughs> I think we, we've won some uh, marathon podcasts there when we're trying to do some of the education on the different ads. And if you were curious about those ads, again, we have a YouTube channel that uh, we go through all the different ads. And then on this one as well, this will be on YouTube because I do have a spreadsheet built for the, uh, to, to, to cap, to calculate the return on investment. You know, Josh, you and I were talking this morning. You know, so many people want like instant results, right? They, they want to make their money back like yesterday. So as soon as they invest in something, they think they should get their money back. Like they're like, I want appointments today. It's like, well, okay. Yeah, you're gonna get me on a tangent, but yeah, this will this will be a fun one. It might be short, but I feel like this is always a competitor an argument I have with individuals is like my ROI, what is my numbers, like how does how does my marketing look? I just spent five hundred dollars and I only got one appointment. What's going on? You know, and so these conversations happen all the time. And as a marketer, I'm like, you gotta spend a little bit to make a little bit, you know, spend a lot, make a lot. Um, this will be fun to kind of get your opinion as a financial advisor and what makes sense. Cause I know, I know you're a man of your numbers and as a marketer, I can kind of speak to some of this as well. So this will be a, a fun conversation on, on what this looks like. It's one of those that I think I've been told that at least I understand the numbers. When I talk to a lot of advisors, actually a lot more, when I talk to a lot more companies um, like third party asset managers, field marketing organizations, FMOs, IMOs. They appreciate that. I understand the numbers because they know I'm willing to invest as well as they know I'm making money back on it. I think a lot of times maybe advisors get too caught up in the numbers too quick, right? They want the results right away, and so they jump ship before they even get results. And then they get results later. They don't even realize it. They get those results, but now they don't even know where those results came from. And then they're you know, going to a different thing, you know, a different program, and they're constantly trying to find that silver bullet. If you understand marketing and you understand your numbers, then you understand how long it will take you to start seeing a return on investment, and then that 
means you have to give it a, a little bit of time. When we talk about like someone has a radio show, you know, advisors are told it's going to take you six months before you even start to see a lead for a radio show. Mm. What's mind-boggling is I don't understand how some of these guys that are into radio shows, right, that they have these radio shows, have different expectations when it comes to like different marketing, <laughs> you know. So yeah. the the and then when it comes down to like seminars, you have dinner seminars, educational seminars. Uh, webinars, you know, each one's going to have a different time frame. When to expect that investment to start paying dividends and start to capitalize on some of that return? Yeah, so, absolutely. So let's let's jump in. I'm going to actually share my my spreadsheet. So for those of you that are listening, I'm just going to go through the numbers. But for those of you that want to go to our YouTube uh, channel, it's just Mastermind Advisor. If you go to uh, YouTube, just type in Mastermind Advisor. You should be able to find our podcast channel in there, and you can watch the actual uh, podcast. So if you want to see my ugly mug and um, also see Josh's, see what Beautiful we actually face. look like. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, this will be fun while you're pulling this up to, to kind of bring this in because um, just the fact that ROI is such a big conversation, and I think some of it's on fault for us, like, marketing companies, right? Because I think even you can probably say this, but advisors get these ads all the time that say, guarantee you five appointments right off the bat, or um, as soon as we flip a switch, you're going to guarantee all this this money flowing in. And I think the difference between us and those guys is we try to build something that's going to last, that's going to give you good, high quality appointments. It's not, you know, it's not the, the quick get rich scheme kind of stuff. This is the longevity build um, where you just give it some investment, give it time, and you're going to see the, the return in handfuls. You just got to focus on on the numbers. The other thing is I think what, what we're going to go through is the difference between like return on investment with assets under management, return on investment with, with if you're doing like an annuity where you get like a commission. And then uh, we also will go to like an AUM and FIA type platform where maybe you do both um, or life insurance. And so um, as far as our numbers go, though, uh, this is pretty, pretty close to what we typically see. It's At this point, for me, it's just a system. It's pretty redundant. I just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. I keep getting the same results, so it's, you know, why change it? Uh, typically, if we are going to do, let's say, uh, uh, two workshops or technically four workshops in the month, we'll spend about $3,500 on or a little bit more than $3,500 on each workshop. It includes uh, like the venue rental and that kind of thing. Now, again, I do my seminars at local libraries, colleges, and then this would also apply to like webinars, okay? Mm-hmm. But I don't do dinner seminars. So, you know, this probably wouldn't apply for dinner seminars. You'd probably have to add like another 10 grand to the money spent. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on like if you go, like I did at Ruth Chris, or not Ruth Chris, but I did it at, uh, it's called uh, Wildfire which is a high-end steak restaurant, or I did it at McCormick's and Schmick's in the past. Great restaurants, but I think my minimum that has spent was like $2,500. And there's two nights. So if you add in four nights, right, then there's ten grand right there. So got, it got expensive. So uh, the, the reason why I went away from that, I went away from the dinners to the non-dinners, um, the downfall to that is you have a lot less people that will show. Okay, so there's not that, that free stake. And we've talked about this already in great lengths. So I don't want to you know, beat a dead horse here. But as far as what we expect, 
we'd expect about 22 appointments. Let's say we had 11 people showed for that appointment. And then, so like 50%. And then I had, which actually technically it's higher for us, but just for, you know, nice round numbers here. Let's say we only got two clients, which is what we're going for. We're, we're trying to get a client per night that we do a workshop. So I know a lot of people want like 10 clients, you know, realistically, some aren't going to be good fits. Some are going to be good fit and some want to work with us and some don't. So, uh, on average though, we're bringing on about $2 million a month based on doing four workshops a month. So if you look at this, if I'm just doing assets under management and I charge a 1% fee, my first year return is going to be $20,000 of income, which is only a 2.6% return on investment. Now, this isn't commission, right? So when you're doing a evaluation or ROI on a assets or management client, you need to do the lifetime value of a client, which we round to about 10 years. So if you take the lifetime value of the client, it's going to generate about $200,000 of revenue to the firm. As long as I'm doing a good job, you know, performance wise on, you know, managing the assets and taking care of them and that kind of thing, which means then it becomes a 28 times money spent. So the good and the bad here, the good is 20 times is really good. The bad is it, you know, you don't reap that right away. That takes a bit of time to, to see that benefit. Um, and you know, the first year you're not making a ton of money and that's okay. Yeah. I always get confused on these numbers. Cause I mean, it's still, you, you kind of made it where I see it is like, if I were to spend $5 and I read $5, I spent, I make $10, which is this number right here. I would spend an infinite amount of $5. So I'm making two X my turn. It's like, even though you're making, you know, only two times your ROI, like you're making two times what you invested. I feel like that's still really good numbers comparative to spending 10 grand and maybe, maybe breaking even. Right. And, and then you have 10 grand there and said, you know, this one, you're making two times your money back. Plus you have the lifetime value of the client. So you're still profitable after your first workshop or your second workshop. Yeah. I mean, it, the, I mean, it's two and a half times what you spend which is still good. You always have to keep in mind, though, that you have employees and uh, you have office space and that kind of thing. So usually, like, the first year, it's not, like, very exciting, and I totally get what you mean. You know, even with, like, Mike, who's been starting, and he's up to, like, $32 million now of new assets. He started with me about a year and a half ago. Um, That's crazy. You know, he doesn't see a lot of that at the beginning, but now he's starting to reap those benefits because it, you know, and as a firm, spending all that money for the market and the staff and that kind of thing for him, the firm doesn't see a lot of that money either because a lot of that, all that goes into marketing, the, the office space, office staff, appointment center, and the marketing. So first year on a, like a AUM type platform, obviously it's mostly like a break even, um, which okay. is technically just fine. I'm not worried about the first year because look at the, Look at the other years, two through ten. I mean, I'm making a lot more money two through ten there because all that's a sunken cost at that point. So then years two through ten, it's all profit after that, right? Got it. So yeah. then I'm get making. So technically, yeah, I you know if I spend seventy five hundred dollars, I'm making you know there's the firm's going to be making two hundred thousand dollars over that time frame, which is a lot of money. Even if we did 
terrible and we only got one client. And so then our cost per acquisition is seven grand, which would be really high. We're still generating one and a half times our one and a half times, which is still not bad. Lifetime value of the client is is still a fourteen X. I mean, that's pretty good. And everyone's talking about ten X. Like, how do we get ten X? Ten X. This is twenty eight or fourteen X. This is really good. And I think a lot of uh other firms out there, especially cap you know, venture capitalists and stuff like that, they realize that there's a lot of profit built into this. And they're starting to throw a lot of money into buying some of these companies up, companies up and, and trying to get their foot in the door because they realize like how profitable it is. Like if you look at Fisher Investments, like look how profitable that guy is. I mean, he's a billionaire. I mean, there's a lot of money to be made in this. As long as, you, again, you're helping out your clients and you're doing the right thing by them and that kind of thing. So it, it's very, obviously, it's a really good investment. Yeah, I'd say. Absolutely. And that's just AUM only. That's just doing AUM only, yeah. So if we if we went over to like let's say just said FIAs only, uh, this is over like a three months time frame. Okay, so let's say we spent twenty grand over three months, we'd have let's say we got thirty appointments, and we had twenty people show. So that's about a thousand dollars per appointment, right? So mm-hmm. most of you probably listen to be like, oh my god, that's so much money, blah blah. Oh my gosh, come on, let's be realistic with. How many people actually show up to your appointments? And, well, well, I'll take that back. It depends on the quality of your appointment, right? So if you said, hey, I'm doing final expense appointments, then you'd say, yeah, that'd be a lot of money because you're not going to make a lot of money for that, right? But if this is a good fixed index annuity appointment, right, where you're going to make a you know, bunch of money, let's say out of, those, out of spending $20,000, I got four clients. So each one of my clients cost me five grand. Average case size is 250000 At least that's what we're used to. Okay? And I know if you're doing dinner seminars or if you're doing some other lead program, it's probably much lower than that. So you know, your numbers are going to be different. But even if I sold a million dollars, so if, you know, a million dollars of, of annuity business, let's say the commission is 77%, which is $70,000, that's still a three and a half times ROI. And that's, I mean, that's still really good. Without even like, you know, running good numbers here. I mean, that technically you're not a very good closer. <laughs> no offense. I mean, if you're only closing four out of twenty, but out of the thirty appointments and twenty. So I mean, we're trying to. What we're trying to do is show you that it's really easy to make good money in this business, and three and a half times is not bad. I think most people that are just doing annuities only are trying to get like a five x on their money, and I I think you can easily do that. I would expect your appointment cost to be much lower than a thousand dollars. But what's the average appointment show cost for webinar? Three hundred? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think yeah, three sixty-five currently as it stands. Three sixty-five. Okay. Yep. So three hundred sixty-five dollars per show appointment. Yep. So obviously, my numbers are way off here as far as if it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we look at these numbers and talk about it, we're just worst, even worst case scenario. I mean. Again, the ROI is there, and that's worst case scenario. You cut all this in half, and you're making double of what your calculator shows. Well, that's just it. I mean, yep. this is still not bad profit margins. Um, I know most annuity agents are probably, actually, I know a lot of them are just independent advisors, and they don't have like a lot of staff. They don't have like a lot of office space typically. 
Uh, doing a million dollars for a lot of advisors or new agents out there would be a lot, typically. Um, you know, there's a few of them that I'm working with right now that we're, we're doing close to a million a month right now. Mark, which is one that, you know, we, he, we've done a video with him to kind of talk about what he's doing. He's doing close to a million a month. And he's doing, I think, one seminar a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's doing the webinars. Yep. So he's not even close to spending this much money. Maybe a third. Yeah. And again, this is a, a three-month calculator, not you know, yeah. one month. Yeah. So yeah. even it's even crazier. So that's what I meant by a third. He's probably spending like a third of yep. of the total spend. So yep. so let's go. I you know, this is where it gets kind of interesting. And this is why I want I think if like you're an annuity agent only, I think it's probably wise to think about maybe becoming an asset, you know, an advisor that does asset term management. I know like that's like going against everything that you've been doing. If you are an AUM only guy and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do annuities. I'm totally against them. Whatever, you know, not a big deal. But here's here's why it may or may may make sense. I think <laughs> some of us have to think about, um, like how you're actually doing planning for clients. Are you doing using annuities for bond replacements or something like that? Okay. So let's look at the spend here. Let's say we do the same spend, um, same amount show, same amount of clients, but now I'm breaking out the assets. So I still do a million dollars in annuity. And then instead I'm, I'm going to do on the other side there, on the right-hand side there, I'm going to make 500 and do $500,000 into annuity. So right off the bat, I'm getting $35,000, but then I'm getting $85,000 for, um, in total revenue that's coming in because I'm doing the $5,000 on the advisor fee. You know, the, um, if I did the million dollars, if technically we're doing $2 million a month, million dollars goes into asset center management, million dollars goes into the, uh, the annuities. Okay, so $70,000 in the annuity, then a million dollars still goes to AUM. So in total, total revenue, I'm making $170,000 over the lifetime value of the client. So if I was just AUM only, I'm making two hundred, dollars right? If I'm AUM and FIA, the difference, you know, but the problem is with AUM only, I'm only making twenty dollars for the first year, and that's over the time frame. With uh, annuity and AUM, I'm making 170, but I get 70,000 up, you know, up front, and then I get the 90,000 or the extra hundred thousand dollars for the rest of the time frame of working with the clients. And I, and this is my belief that a lot of the annuity advisors out there are leaving a lot of this on the table. Which is the funny thing is, a lot of the annuity advisors have been uh, working with me, and I've been helping them do their their appointments, and then they're giving me the AUM, and I'm letting them write the annuity, which is fine. But that's that's why, right? Like I, I'm, I'm also getting some assets to manage to help the client out for the longevity and uh, build some revenue. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not a financial advisor, but as long as I've worked with them, when they switch from annuity or you know FAA only to doing offering both, every single one of them has always said, "Man, there's there was more money out there than what they were telling me in the first place." So like the client said that they only had this much for that amount, they did both. And all of a sudden, they had more money to to invest because of both angles of it all. And it always catches someone off guard when they're doing that that full plan on how much is actually out there compared to what they were just going to do with the, the FIA business only. I think the the biggest thing is uh, a lot of people have found out that 
it's easier to work with the clients that have more money when they're able to do the assets earned management as well. So not just the safe money side. I think there is uh, some part that clients want someone to handle all you know all of it, mm-hmm. uh, but still look after their best interests. And I think when you have someone that's just an annuity agent, it's hard for them to do that, even though they say it's not. Um, <laughs> look, I used to work at an FMO. I used to be you know I used to drink the Kool Aid on annuities all day long. So you know I'm not not here for them or against them. I'm just saying how it is, you know, advisors rely on the annuity sale. Um, on the AUM side, we rely on the assets under management. And so I think there's a spot for both of them. And I think this is a really good way of being able to do that. So I think this is where, you know, your, your ROI for your assets under management in the first year, not going to get much ROI on it, but you got all your ROI I don't know why it says $4, but you got all your ROI up front, the 4X. I think it's just set the dollars there. Yep. You have 4X on your initial money up front, and then you got the eight and a half times ROX for the lifetime value of the client afterwards. I think that's a much better scenario than just doing FI only, but you know, to each their own. Yeah. Yeah. Or just AUM only. I mean, I came from a money manager, right? And, we always just preach invest, invest, and yeah, add both in there, and you have the full plan. So, uh, I think people see that too when you when you're offering both sides. That's a lot of money spent. Okay, I think that probably shocks some people. You know, if you think about it, you know, that's a lot of money spent, but you're making a ton of money. And, and you know, your old boss, I think he told me like, there's no, you know, there's what other job are we able to do this? Yeah. I mean, even if you look at like, yeah, exactly. You look at any e-commerce or any other business, everyone's trying to break even or they know they're going to lose money in the front end, knowing down the road they're going to make more. In this business, you instantly get an ROI with the, the money you invest. You know, I shouldn't say instantly. That's bad lingo. But as you're marketing your webinar and your seminars, you get that ROI up front when you bring a client on and it just continues to, to compound after that. But here's, here's the shocking factor, I think. How many clients am I bringing on here over that three-month period? Four, right? Four. Everyone thinks they need to bring on like 20, 30. And there's, mm-hmm. there's an advisor I know, he's bringing on a bunch of clients, but he's buying his appointments for $60 a pop. But the problem is they're like really low-type quality-type clients or prospects. And so I asked him, well, how much are you making a month? He's like, well, I'm making 20000 in revenue a month. Like, okay, well, that's a, I think he was getting like a hundred appointments. So he's spending six grand, making 20. So I'm like, all right, you're three, almost four X. Okay. You know, three X really. And he just couldn't get, he just couldn't get the idea out of his head that he's going to spend more for an appointment. I hear it all the time. I just had a conversation with someone yesterday. It was like, for us, what we're investing with you with ad spend and your, our fee I need to make bring on three three clients a month, and I talked. We, we actually pull up. I pulled up this calculator that you built and ran through the numbers, and I was like, I don't, I don't see where that makes sense. I understand their staff and and all this, but you bring on a client a month, you're easily paying for it, and you get an ROI because we shoot for quality over the quantity of the sixty appointments. Right. And I think we've beaten that one on every podcast. Is like at the end of the day our main goal 
for any sort of marketing for anyone, you and all advisors is like, we just shoot for quality, highest quality, good, good prospects, you know, and, and so it's quality over quantity. And that's at the end of the day, that's really what we shoot for. You, I mean, you could have, I was, um, going to bring on this other advisor and, um, it's probably not going to work out, but he's a younger guy has about 15 million, I guess, under management. And, uh, he gets a 40% payout right now because he's with this group and it's call your top 100 people, you know, friends and family, Mm. And he's all grown organically to 15 million under management, which is great, you know, but mm. I'm thinking, geez, that's a long grind for only getting 40% and you're not even getting help with marketing, not even getting help with, you know, he's not independent at all. And here we are looking at these numbers and independent advisors sometimes complain about what they're getting mm. <laughs> and they're not even calling their top 100 and that kind of stuff. This is different. You know, like I, I don't, I, the reason I came into the industry was I did not want to be the typical financial advisor that I'm sitting down across the table with people that are my friends and family. I wanted to meet with people and help them on the retirement planning aspect. So in order for me to do that, I wanted a system that was going to help me generate people to meet with to do that. You know, seminars is a great way of doing that. The webinars are a great way of doing that. But that's how we network with people. That's how we get in front of these people. And then it's our job to go through an appointment process. Then after that appointment process, after they become a client, it's our, our job to make sure they stay on as a client. But, you know, we've grown our firm to about $100 million now all through marketing. Not a single one's from, like, you know, someone I know. Well, I take that back. My mom. But <laughs> uh, I helped. I just helped. I started helping her out uh, after my dad passed away. So before that, I wasn't. So that's where I think we just we just need to come down to earth a little bit, have our expectations a little bit better as far as what we want. You know, what kind of people do we want to meet with? Do we want to meet with higher end people? Do we want to meet with people that uh, have a better understanding of, of their financials and that kind of thing, and that we can help them? Or are we trying to just go hit as many times as we can and not really care about the results so much? And you know, for me, I'm not about I, I did my math once when I was I had about thirty six million under management, and I walked into Jackie's office and I wrote the number on the on the board and I go, all right, I have thirty six million under management, and I wrote down I had like a hundred and two clients at the time, and so I'm like, all right, how many of these clients make up the thirty six million? Basically, like, uh, what percentage of them make up the majority? I found out that. 50% of my clients made up 30 million of the assets. The other 50% of the clients? 50? Yeah, the other oh. 50% of the clients only made up 6 million. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, geez, you know, where do I want to spend my time? You know, I want to help everybody, but at the same time, you can't. So that's why building a system is important to bring in the higher net worth prospects, or at least get that, you know, bring in more assets work with the right people, not try to bring on everybody and anybody. And I think that's going to help people with their business. I think that's going to help people with the way they help their own clients. They're not so much focused on who's the next, pro who's the next client, who's the next client. And you're not actually helping them. You're just trying to get someone, someone in the door, trying to close them, and you're not actually helping them. 
So I think this is going to be a game changer for people, or at least I think it's, you, know, you should look at it as a game changer for you and your practice and your business. Start working with people that you want to work with. Find the niche. If you like to do final expense, that's fine too. You know, that's just, just not my cup of tea. And you can make a lot of money doing that too. But, um, you know, as for the advisors out there that are doing dinner seminars or educational workshops or webinars, you need to write down your numbers. Look at what you're spending. Look at what your return on investment is. Look at what the expectations need to be. And then don't keep jumping ship from, you know, trying to find that silver bullet to silver bullet. No, if it's maybe you suck at your appointment process, then work on your appointment process. But you're not going to know unless you write down your numbers. Yeah, keep keep track of your numbers and, and just know, you know, at the end of the day, what what is your LTV? You know, what what's it cost for your cost per acquisition? And then how can you increase each one of those things? Um, it might even be a good idea if we can make this. I think the team's going to hate me for this, but um, we can share share this Excel sheet and maybe put in a link in the bottom of the, the YouTube video or something so someone can just plug in, put their numbers in here, and see what it looks like. Um, see if they're going if they're making an ROI. See what those if they play with it. I mean, because Vince is talking about worst case scenario. A lot of advisors we work with, if they're doing just webinars, they're spending about fifteen k you know, in those three months, that's with our fee. That's with the ad spend. That's, that's like everything, the, you know, and the numbers are better than the, the appointments, you know? So, um, maybe it is important to share this with, with people and, uh, make it edible and, and see if people can kind of go in here and, and play with it. You know, one thing that you mentioned to me before was, you know, there's a advisor that let's say they spent $15,000 over the first three months, you need one annuity sale, to recoup your investment. And then after that, everything's profit. Yeah, for now, the entire year. Right. Right? Because you're making 70K. If, you, if, you, if those numbers are, you know, on that point, it's, it's one annuity sale and your entire marketing from there on out is covered. Prospect you bring on is, is, is pure profit, right? I think often, you know, we talk to people, they get really excited. Two weeks in, I haven't made anything yet. Well, you know, I don't know anyone that's made any money in two weeks of doing a marketing program. If you do a seminar, it's going to take at least two months, probably, realistically, before you start seeing some sort of return because you have the marketing, which takes two, three weeks out, seminar, then you have meetings that takes two, three weeks from there. So month and a half, and then you write the app, money transfers, you know, that's let's call another two weeks. So there's your two months right there. You know, you're doing radio show that takes six months. I think the, the seminars and webinars probably are the quickest to get your ROI, but still it's two months, right? So if you can't wait two months to start seeing money coming in the door, you probably shouldn't, <laughs> sorry, but you probably shouldn't be doing any marketing or anything in the business technically, but that's right. You know, yeah. It just, I, yeah. I, I get the stress, right? Cause if you're fresh and you're new into the business, or even if you're, you've been in it and you've been living off referrals, like you're going to spend 20 K right before the first check comes into your pocket. But then it's like, once you get into that, even like where you're at, it's, you just, it's repetitive now and you know, your marketing is covered. So then, then it continues to escalate and escalate. And now you have a profitable automated marketing. Your business is kind of flowing and you just continue to grow that way. So I, yeah, I get the, the stress in the beginning, but people just need to know that look, look at the numbers. If you're going to spend three months, you're going to invest this. You need, you're going to get this, this many appointments, X, Y, Z. And at the end of the day, you're going to have a profitable ROI. 
a lot of advisors ask me, why do I share this program, you know, this marketing program with other advisors if it's so, so successful? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's a good question. I'm actually trying to grow my financial planning firm too. So, you know, at some point, you know, I might just say, you know, screw it. I just will only bring on people within my own firm. But honestly, the hardest part is actually finding like good advisors. Like I really don't want to, I didn't really want to train like a bunch of advisors in-house you know, I came from the FMO background, so it was easier for me to kind of build this and offer it to other people rather than try to, like, train people in-house. And so I was going to bring on a couple other guys, and, you know, then I realized, man, you know, they're nice guys, but they, they've they been doing it such, you know, one way for so long that they, you know, they come in, they want, they want to know how to get the marketing done. Like this one guy yesterday is like, well, you know, I'm going to stay where I'm at, but you know, will you do marketing for me? I'm like, you know what? No, I, I'm going to do the marketing for someone that wants to join my firm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at some point I might get to a point where I'm just like, you know, we're not taking, you know, masterminds not going to be taken on anybody because we're going national with CFG or something. I don't know. Yeah. But if I, if I got to be careful yet. what they say, advisors got to be careful what they say. I know. They might disappear. <laughs> That's, I figured if I, if I can bring in four advisors in house, or maybe five locally here, we should be doing, we could be doing about a hundred million a year in new assets. And I think it's really easily achievable. I mean, it's a system now. It's just plug and play. Yeah. But, yeah. A lot of guys just need to know that too. Like they got to get that system rolling. You got to invest. You got to, you got to have that time, invest in the company, keep track of your numbers, right? I mean, maybe not every marketing company is the right fit for you. So if you, if you invested, you know, 15, 20 K and, and you got, no clients or no no appointments then yeah obviously there's an issue there but you need to see it up front you need to understand you're going to invest that money and 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 just track you know what what you can do but there's no no golden ticket nothing you know no, no quick get rich scheme and it's just not that's not there and especially if you want to build long term longevity it's it's from my experience and you know take it for what it is but it just takes time um and once it does, I've seen it with multiple advisors that work with us. You know, you wait until that three, four month mark. Once they stay there, they're they're with us, and they're still with us, right? The, um, so that's just that's all it takes. It's just invest, know those numbers, and, and track the ROI. Well, I'll let you go back to enjoy the cottage. And as always, man, it's always fun to do this with you. So. We'll see everybody next week. Again, if you want to find out more about what we do or if we can help you, go to mastermindadvisor.com. I believe there's a a schedule link there so you can schedule some time with us. Or you can go to our YouTube channel and watch this episode on YouTube. at uh, Just search Mastermind Advisor, and you should be able to find us. And then from there, we'll also have some links that link back to our website to schedule some time if this is something you need help with. Other than that, hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time.